Welcome to another edition of Philly Sportscast with your host, Derek. The hell is that? I'm getting, it's a late start, so I had a little couple cool ones. Sorry. Dave and E-Money. Andy Chavez just made the most incredible catch in any baseball game I've ever seen in my entire life. Bar none. How do you feel about that, fellas? Incredible catch. I can't hear, I really can't hear nothing. Just because he has a Mets union on doesn't mean you can't hear me. You're almost there. Oh, yeah, sounds good. Oh, I, I, it was wow. a great catch. He definitely got robbed. There's no doubt about that. Roland um, got robbed, yes, by Andy Chavez. Oh, yeah, totally. Okay, so what we're, we're, while Game 7 is going on, we, that's why we had a late start tonight. That's why we're all feeling good. We're partying because we're go all Cardinals fans tonight. Big Cardinals go fans. Go Redbirds. Huge, huge, huge so Cardinals fans. So if the Cardinals tonight. win this Game 70, let me ask you a question. What is the Mets season mill up to? A big can of corn, I think. Yeah. You don't really win. Yeah, they anything. stink on hot ice if they lose tonight. You yeah. don't really win anything. What, what did they win? I want to know. What they, did they won win? the National League East. Right. Ooh. Yeah. Phillies can do well. The Phillies can't really do that, but yeah, they won the National League East. So that's it. But if they win tonight, then they win the pennant, National League. And pennant, that's and huge. That's huge. That's oh yeah, huge. It's, just, it's huge. That's why Champagne Cork should have been cracked. So. I'm really rooting for the Redbirds, like really, 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 really rooting for the Cardinals right now, fellas. It's 1-1 in the bottom of the sixth inning. So let's uh, spend a little bit of time on this Eagles game. One of the best headlines I've seen in the Daily News in the back page of the Daily News after an Eagles loss was last week. Do you guys know what it said? Go ahead, D. Win some, Lewis some. Sweet. And that's exactly what happened. We talked about it last week. The guy's got zero skill as a coverage man. He's a stone hitter. He's a There's liability out there when he's covering. But he's a liability. And Andy Reid, during his press conference last week, definitely knew that. You could see some of his sullen moments. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to play a little highlights from Andy Reid's press conference last week. Nice. Well, they, they did a better job than than uh, uh, than we did on those two drives. And uh, and likewise, on the offensive side, we didn't uh, come out and sustain drives. And when you're playing good football teams uh, at their place, you, you've got to do that. I know, you know, we stalled on the one drive. Uh, um, I could have done a little better job with, with putting us in a better position there. Um, uh, towards the end, uh, they end up with a sack, and then they, you know, they, they came back and drove the ball down the field. I mean, they, they did a good job with it. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. I could have done a better job in those situations there, yeah. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. I could have done a better job in those situations there, yeah. Wow, that was a good one. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, thanks, Bill. Thanks for running that back for us, cutting that up, slicing and dicing. Well, but, I tell you what, 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 Andy, what Andy just said there is so true, dude. He, he was so right on two weeks prior. He knows. Yeah, he does know. And he's, you can see how angry he is. And, oh, yeah. Or actually, you could hear how angry he is. I don't know how much you could see it. Oh, you know, but you can visualize that in Bohemoth. Bohemoth. <laughs> but I, it's just that same press conference over and over again, even though a it loss. They, what happened in this game, this team easily, I think easily, could have won this game even though they started so piss poor. And that's what's freaking me out. They could have stole that victory, and they didn't do it. Yep. Yeah, that second half coming in was nice. They were flat first half, but they came in the second half and did some things. Make Drew Brees look like the man. Yeah, that's crazy. And I don't like that. Win some, you lose some. And so Sean Considine is the new Starter. starting safety for the Philadelphia Eagles. How do you guys feel about that? Not much better. I agree. I don't think he can be that much better. And you're taking away Lewis's intimidation factor. Yeah, but in he's going to be 15 the, yard range. They're going to be switching on and off. It's not like you're not going to see Lewis because you are going to see Lewis. And I agree. Down. So I it's agree. not like Constantine's the man or something. Right. But I, you know, do you guys, 
You have to forgive me because I didn't see any of the game on Sunday because I was at my son's football game. I think Ooh. So what they did was they scheduled a peewee football game, literally a kickoff for the Eagles. Aren't you supposed to be watching football yeah. with your son and to teach him about? I would assume so. Like the the NFL is what you go, son. Look at this. But evident. But Ethan and I spent our time. Teach, I spent some time teaching him how to do, play football. While Michigan kicked the crap out of Penn State. So that's. That's what's uh, up about that. So we had to go to his football game on Saturday. I'm sorry, on Sunday. I hear, I don't know, you guys aren't too happy about the Michigan victory, but I can't do anything about it. Doesn't bother me at all. Bothers me a little bit, but hey, you know, I'm over it. I'm hey, Val College guy. I don't understand. There should be a moratorium on Pop Warner games when the hometown professional football game team is playing. First of Saturday. all, Pop Warner... Football should be played on Saturdays, and that's I it. I cannot agree more. Football's played on Saturdays for Pee Wee. I don't know what happened. You know what it is? Women got involved. You got uh, Sunday football. It just does, it, isn't Sunday sense. the day of All right, rest. let's just get back on the Eagles. I just want to make one quick point. <laughs> got to drive this. I'm going to drive this sportscast tonight. Yeah, you look at you like you look at you just did a lot of coke. <laughs> it's you're game like, seven. All right, you're watching the game. You're trying to talk to us. What are you doing? You, it's one or the other. Come on, bub. I'm not watching the game. I'm watching the Dave's game. Dave's watching the game. But I got to ask a quick question. So Lewis gets beat on that uh, last touchdown, right? Right. He st- he stands up and he's looking to the referees for help. Like, what, what point do you have to say to yourself, "I'm a professional football player. When I get beat, I have to start looking at the refs." I think you just do that all the time. Just try, to, hey, penalty, in case you can get the call. Hey, hey, where is it? Got where, throw where's the, the flag? Huh. Yo, what happened? Why, don't you throw a flag on them for him for Joe Horn juking me? Yeah. <laughs> where's the juke penalty? Where's the where's my jock? Yes. My jock is on the ground penalty. When uh, what's the guy's name from Titans who stepped on his head? Hainsworth or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. He freaked out at the ref. How can you call that? That is bullshit. That is tough. Yeah. Screaming at him. He's scraping. He's scraping yeah. his cleats. He not only he literally cleaned the dirt off his the, with the guy's eye. Oh my god. Scotty Rowland throwing in the fucking stand. I'm gonna turn it off. We do. That's, uh, what we, that's what we came here for. I came here to... Okay. Mets are going to win, so it doesn't matter. Okay, so that's what we had to turn the game off. People aren't concentrating on the uh, sports cast. Sorry. So, Let's have some fun here. I mean, this is what we're here for. We do. I, I'm you know, we, fun. we got a little... Uh, he lost his hard drive all over, the, all over the ground. I don't know what's going on. He did lose his hard drive. I think that's what Sam said to him last night. Oh! Oh, oh Sam, his wife. Uh, his name right. is... <laughs> that sounds real good. Dave's um, wife's name is Sandra. Sandra, what's up? It's a little, little shout-out from the sports cast. She and finally made it on. Yay. We call her uh, Sam for short. Okay, back to uh, non-homo-specific topics. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I the whole Michael Lewis thing is, is a big drag. What's the whole Michael Lewis thing, Ev? Uh, how he got beat twice and almost lost a game two weeks ago and lost the game for us last week. Oh, good one. Way to break it down. Four weeks ago, he did horrible, too. Exactly. Okay, so it's he's justified to be sitting on the pine. Yes. Okay, Michael Lewis, time to ride the pine. Anything else from the uh, Phil, uh, Eagles-Saints game? Yes, I think the Eagles are going to come back, and they're going to be 5-2 and two at the end of this weekend. Good going big, against Tampa Bay. Biggest problem last week, they couldn't stop the run. The first quarter, the Birds had the ball maybe four minutes compared to... Ten and a half minutes that the Saints had it because McAllister would just get seven yards on the first carry. Then they would either 
throw a short pass to McAllister, throw it to Bush. Bush. Yep. Yeah, didn't matter, and they would just keep marching up the field. And the slant, they. I mean, yeah, I know you. I can't, agree. The, the the three yard slant, you can't defend it. I understand, but you got to know it's coming. Right. I'll tell you what, that run really established some play action, too. I'll tell you, it really froze the linebackers big time. McAllister. When McAllister was out, they had Aaron Steckard in. Yep. They couldn't run the ball at all. Couldn't run the ball at all. But McAllister came back, and we all saw what happened. Yeah, it was a – well, I didn't see it. So, what do you think uh, is going to happen this week with Cadillac? Think you're going to stop Cadillac? I think you got to put eight men up front there. Got to be a big – Do you really? Yeah. You think he's that much of a threat, even though the terrible season he's having? Well – if not, if there's a hole, he's going to run through it. Or what's his name, Grodkowski? I would try to let him. Let oh, me right beat on. The, beat, you might as well the pass. because yeah. you're not going to get beat by the pass. Right. I just think the Eagles are going to just absolutely sting them this week. I think they're going to roll, roll, roll. The, Big uh, time. The Big eight time. Man, the eight man front, David. I agree with 100. percent You right. just got to you got to stuff that run quick to make Gradkowski pass. But you right. still you still think the Eagles are one of the top three or four best teams in the NFL, right or wrong? Offensively, yes. No, no, no. I'm talking about the team. Ev. Can a team make a serious run at the Super Bowl this year? No. no. Are you serious? Yeah. I have no problem with the playoffs. No Super Bowl. You don't think they can make a run? No. Who they played and who they lost to. I understand. You're right. Do you realize what's coming up? You guys Jacksonville, watch, Carolina, you, Indianapolis. I understand. Did you watch Chicago's defense just take control of that game? That was sweet. Night? Actually, I turned it off. Oh, I was watching amazing. it. Amazing. That was amazing. What I, I mean, I just can't believe how a defense said, forget it, we're gonna, the offense isn't going to do anything, we're just going to do it ourselves. It's awesome. Rackers should have got that field goal, though. I agree. Joe Theismann, right before it, I was watching the highlights, and he's like, Rackers never missed inside 50. Oh, boo. Wide left. <laughs> That's awful. And Denny Green blew up. Yeah. I'll tell you what, that was one of the best uh, Monday Night games so far. I mean, I, I really enjoyed that game. I did, too. I watched that whole game. It was a good one, for sure. They had a couple good ones so far, surprisingly. Yeah, it's nice to see and that's, that. I don't like Tony Kornheiser. No, no you know, he's not. I don't either. He's a P, put him back to PTI. Come uh, on, what's going on here? He's not even a good PTI guy. I mean, there's better guys going to, that could do PTI. It's just right. he's a writer. Writers belong behind a typewriter, nothing else. That's why they're writers. Yeah, that's why they're writers. <laughs> and he's an ugly mug. And he's an ugly mug, dude. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Yeah. Speaking of ugly mugs. <laughs> Where are we going? The Philadelphia Flyers. <laughs> oh, wait. Good segue. Good Thank segue. You, Dave, can you explain this to us, please? Broad Street Bombers are bombing. Explain it to me like I don't know anything about hockey. Like I talk to you every day when we talk right. about hockey. Nice lead in. But that's what I was saying last week. I said, I'm not a real big Nedved fan. I didn't think Nedved was playing well. Can you give the listeners a little bit of a backstory on what Peter happened? Nedved, Nolan Baumgart. Baumgartner and Nikos Dimitrakos all got released as of last night after that big Later, 9-1 dude. loss. Buffalo 9, was it 9-1? 9-1. And what I heard Clark say after he like had the press conference saying, I don't really don't know what the heck's going on, he literally said that the goaltending made that, saved that game from being 9-1 to one to, it could have been 15 or 16-1. to Could have been easily 10-1. to one. That, Wow. No, not 10-1. to one. <laughs> He said it was, he, the Ash still played very well. That's what he said. It could have been. It could have right, been. I guess control. you don't say. You know what? My our goalie sucks. No, I guess you don't really say that. But right. defensively, offensively, they stink. Buffalo is a very fast team. But what? Ma- yeah, but what makes you think this Flyers team is going to make the playoffs right now? I know every, sixteen teams. Does. Yeah. Okay, so but this team is the worst team in NHL, right? Damn near close to yeah. it right now. Yeah, One they're looking nine. horrible. So if sixteen teams make it, 
16 teams don't. True. Oh, that's so they're brilliant. definitely in the bottom half. That right? is nice. Yeah, but they have players where they can I jump know. back up. But this is what I said on the films, Philly, uh, Philly Sports Crest backslash Philly Forum. I said this on the forums, but you guys say names, 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 names. Right, right, right. But right. what makes you – those names are going to turn us all around? That's what you always With assume. breaking news, Peter Forsberg hurting his wrist tonight. Yep. He will not play tomorrow night, but then they're off for right. five days. X-rays are negative. Well, so let, let's uh, give it over under how many games he will not play this year well, because good, he does not that's play. That's a good point. He's he getting hurt old. every year, right? You'd say he's going to play around 30 games. Yeah, he's that, not playing 30 games. Well, that's, you'd say he's going to play around 55 games. If you get 60 games out of him, right. I would assume you're happy. Now, let me ask you a question. I mean, Dave, you are an NHL correspondent. I know you like to go down there. You hang out in the, uh, the locker room. He's our senior NHL correspondent. He is. I'm sorry. I, he just got bumped up to that. This glass of beer is our junior NHL con- correspondent. <laughs> so, so it's a glass of beer and then Dave. I understand. Do you feel – see, when I watched them play, because I've seen a couple games this year already, you know, are they a team? Do you feel they are a team? Or are they individual players? See, that's what's tough. That's tough. The melding is just well, not talking there. About, right, they say chemistry and all that. Exactly. Still Which is the players th- that you're talking about is going to make them in the, and take them to the playoffs. It's still the same players. The line was Knubel, Gagne, Forsberg. They, they played lost all nine last to year. One. Nine right. to one. At, still after starting Pittsburgh. It's not like they started crazy awesome and then had to have a letdown. Right. They started off being shut up by Pittsburgh. Right. And it hasn't gone any better. So and they lose nine to one. Mm-hmm. But you still say they're going to make those playoffs. I, yeah, I mean, there's I'm, no, there's nothing. I don't see why. I don't see There's nothing that makes you think that they're not. Though. I mean, what I, what I'm trying to say is, they're obviously playing this bad. It sounds to me like they're not listening to Hitchcock anymore. If he's that good a coach, he can't allow this shit to go on, right? I think the biggest problem is their power play. They don't score enough on the power play. When you're having seven power plays, nine power plays well, a well, game, how does that get turned around? It's just all you got to put different players on there. If they're not. When you're out there, if it's the same five guys and they're not shooting and they're just going to pass around the perimeter the whole time, waste two minutes and look for that perfect shot, or if you put in the guy that wants to put his nose in there, go ahead, shoot it. I'm going to be crashing the net. I'm going to be taking on other people. You might need that. You're going to have to start, instead of finessing it, put it on net. Just get it in there. Yeah. Just get it in there. And when you put it on net, make sure you don't hit the boards behind the net. Hit the goalie. <laughs> yeah. Hit the net. I agree. And that's what happens, though, because they'll look for that perfect pass. When they swing it around, next thing you know, they'll shoot it. It'll hit off the boards, go off the other far boards, and yep. go down. And, oh, and that's, that's the uh, Flyers' mo for years. For anyway. years, right. that's what I was saying last week too. It's well, for Dave, years. you dropped some knowledge on the forums today. Can you put that paragraph into a little bit of perspective for us? When you're saying they uh, need to do a little bit more on the odd man rushes or well, with the rushes tonight. Actually, Darian Hatcher was pushing up. He was making it three on twos and stuff like that. And he's not the quickest guy, but that's what you need. You can't have three people sitting at the red line. They need to start coming in to where you have extra people in there to get more shots. And any shot can come out as a rebound, and that's when you poke it in. Yes, and once you start getting you these do, garbage yeah. goals, right. So they played better out. tonight than 9-1. to one. They were playing a little better. Tampa but, Bay is not Buffalo. Right, but they right. got the L. Yeah, that Buffalo thing really smacked everybody. And then how about Schneider coming out and going, you know what, I've been with this team since inception. They stink. I don't know what to call it. It's something like that. Right. They, they stink. That's what I wrote on there. I said as long as – uh. Schneider has that picture of Bob Clark in the cup sitting in his office. Right. It was. Dave, it was. Dave hasn't made a better point in the two years of the sportscast being. Well, alive. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I'm going to read it to you, Ev. It's a terrific point. Let me read it to you. Dave's good. Yeah. I thought he. Was I had no problem with that either, Dave. Nolan Baumgartner. They should have never signed in the offseason. Okay. Nikos Dimitrakos. He 
played well last year. He seems like he could be that kind of player. He has no problem throwing his nose in it. It just be, might have been a numbers thing with him. We're like, hey, let's get Ben Eager came up. And um, I, I'm going to butcher this guy's name, Steven Ruziska. I know. They're tough names. Sounds good to me. They're yeah. tough names. That's what's great about yeah, hockey. I, I, that's Derek why it doesn't know the names, so no, you I can't bust my balls about I don't. it. You could have said Steven Poopishmiska. <laughs> Steven Crosby. <laughs> Rex Manning, <laughs> or Rex Manning, he's a he's a Philly sportscast favorite. He's a team, he goes both ways. <laughs> okay, so this is what Dave said today, and it, it's a very good point. And I'm going to quote you, Dave, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Although, if you read it, it would be like it was like an audio book. Why don't you start reading it, and I'll just come in okay. like it's like a dream sequence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be good, actually. I want, I want the... Okay. You want to do the paraphrase part? I'll do, do the, the rest. I'll do the paraphrase part. You ready? Here's what we... It was on the forums, so if anybody is looking for some sweet insight, it, it is on the forums. But then Clark signs Hatcher and Rathke in the same offseason. Two old D-men that can't skate and can't contribute offensively. I'm being paraphrased if anybody wants to know. The league has been emphasizing speed for the last 10 years and only gets faster and faster, which makes the Flyers look slower and slower. Don't forget about the great off-season move of Nolan Baumgartner this summer. The Flyers need to generate some offense by using their defense players on odd man rushes. The power play also needs to start producing. Clark never did anything great as a GM here, but as long as Snyder has a picture of Clark in the Stanley Cup in his office, Clark probably will not lose his job. That picture will be as close to the cup as the Flyers will come to it. Clark never did anything as a GM here, and it's true. It's true. But he went to Florida and he did something. Went to he, Minnesota and, and he, had a Stanley Cup team and there. Got, yes, but then he came back here and pooped the bed again. Right. But as long as Snyder has a picture yeah. of Clark and the Stanley Cup in his office, Clark holding the Stanley Cup over his head, you know, the no teeth thing. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah. knows the picture. I know the picture. Everybody knows the picture. It's going to be up on the site anyway anymore. <laughs> Clark probably will not lose his job. And you can exchange probably for definitely. And that picture will be as close to the cup as the Flyers will come to it for a long, long time. I added for a long, long time, but it's true. That's the only I, thing I could see that happens to Clark would be he would move up. He would become part owner. They would give him something right. different. They make him like co-president or something, something like, that. like that. And then he doesn't make any moves to anymore. Take him right. away from the everyday now, let me ask you a question. I don't is see that, that happening for a while. No, he needs it. He wants no. it. He loves it. Or he'd just go to another team. They've, oh. He's already done it. I want to ask you a quick question about the Flyers. Yeah. And Clark and the GM and the staff that he used to have as compared to the staff that he has now. I don't necessarily know who works with him close, but I do know there were two guys that worked with him that went to the LA Kings this year. Ron Hextall and I believe the guy's name was Lombardi. Could have been. Yeah, it was a it was a, somebody in that front office right. was named Lombardi, and it was a young kid or something like that went out there. Some serious knowledge left him. He still has Paul Holmgren. Paul Holmgren was a scout, though, isn't right. he? Right, but that's what Hexall was. Hexall was a scout too. All right, they use a lot of those scouts, and uh, I was just reading it today because they were talking about who they're you know who they want to get rid of, what they were going to do, and they talked to Holmgren. He talked to. Dave, I forget. I, I bottom line, Snyder's pissed. I don't want. Yeah, if Snyder's pissed, though, what is he going to do to solve the problem besides cut players? Well, he's doing something. And Dave, that's cutting players. Dave, how much talent was lost by Snyder going None. crazy? None. None. Exactly. Oh, All right. These players are going to start being healthy scratches. Really? 
They had oh, to so be. this was more like a um, save some money. Basically, it had, I don't think a, it had something a, to do. And I was, I thought it was a scare to put into the team. Like, you know what? We're we'll cut. We're we're ready to go. We're cut. Yeah. Well, well I don't care. These are the three we're going to cut. We can. Ex- you know, they're expendable. We can get rid of them. We can lower our cap. How afraid are you is the, of the fact that Clark and his and staff are not able to adapt to the new rules in the NHL? Right, like that. If he wanted to prove, hey, listen, we're really serious, then you're going to say we're going to cut Hatcher or Rathji. I mean, Hatcher is playing better this year. Rathji's hurt, but cutting Nedved and Baumgartner. When they signed, when he signed Baumgartner, everybody goes, "Why is he signing Nolan Baumgartner?" Right. That's just a horrible sign, right there. So he's getting rid of three people that really, to me, don't make a difference on the team. What I want to do now is start our new segment in Philly Sportscast. It's the Pearface Forum Quote of the Week. He does some incredible posts, yeah, I just, and we pick some, and we want to highlight them for our listeners who not aren't necessarily on the forums. Yes. True. I mean, the Pearface really does a lot for me weekly because he really has a lot of insight and has no job. All right. Get a job, Pearface. So but I really like I really like his insight. So, yeah, so I a, can't. So as I brought that Bobby Clark point of being maybe a Neanderthal as to the new rules, <laughs> I kind of stole that from Pearface. And let me just give you, here's, here's okay. the Pearface quote. Bill, hook me up with um, Pearface's new intro. Oh, we can be heroes just for one day. Thank you very much, Bill. Dude, that was pretty funny, Bill. Thanks. Bill, good job. Here it is. And I quote, I think if this season is to continue on its current path, Bob Clark should pay for it with his job. He is the one who put this team together. He has only proven over the past 10 years that he is completely outmatched as a GM. He had almost unlimited funds before the salary cap. He spent years bringing in washed-up players, Dale Howardchuck, John Van Breedbrook, Adam Oates, Sean Burke, or mm-hmm. younger players that turned out to be stiffs, Chris Gratton. Meanwhile, he let other promising talent or gritty veterans go that ended up helping their new teams win cups. Rod Brindamore, Justin Williams, Ruslan Fedotenko, Vinny Prosbel, etc. And there is a bigger line than that. And does the name Dave Yuri Dopita ring a bell in anyone's mind? Clark touted him as the best player not playing in the NHL. What a waste of ice time he was. And what about the draft? What has Clark brought to the Flyers in the last 10 years of the draft? Besides Gagne and even Pickening, Carter and Richards are regressing right now. The Flyers have nothing to show from Clark's draft except a bunch of goalies that could not play. And now the salary cap is in play. Clark is even more overmatched. He went out and got Forsberg, which was a good move even though Forsberg has an awful injury history and his best years are definitely behind him. But then Clark signs Hatcher and Rathje in the same offseason. Two old defensemen that can't skate and can't contribute offensively. The league has been emphasizing speed for the last 10 years and only gets faster and faster, which makes the Flyers look slower and slower. Clark shied away from European players for years because he viewed them as soft. Well, they can also skate too. And in a league where speed is up and fighting is way, way down, these players are hot commodities. Mm-hmm. Buffalo was built for speed, and last night's game, which was 9-1 to final, speaks for itself. The right. Flyers look like pylons out there, especially with the safety orange on their jerseys, which is a very good point. That they look like pylons. That they do. Clark should be fired if the Flyers miss the playoffs. It's that simple. 
I understand that was a big long diatribe by me, but Pearface tends to go long. So but he does. Yo, good job, hard. Pearface, because you really nipped it in the bud. He's absolutely right. He's so right. He's right. God damn it, Pearface is right again. Bill, close out the Pearface segment, please. Oh, we can be heroes. Just for one day. He's right what Bobby Clark's doing here. The players make the team, Dave. Am I right or wrong? You are right. Bobby Clark brings the players in. He's he, the one who directs it. He has right final in, say yeah. over whether to bring this player in for this money or to bring this player in for this money. Right. That's why the Flyers are in trouble they're in. Apparently, Schneider has carte blanche to just fire people, though. Well, he didn't just like come down and say, hey, you guys are done. He went down there and told them, Clarky, we're doing something. What players are we going to get rid of? These right. are the players I think. Yeah. Well, Snyder you know knows hockey. Snyder's been in, in hockey oh, for forty years. For forty no years, no doubt about it. But you know what he's. But you know what Clark said. Let's get rid of the three healthy scratches coming up. Basically, so let's get rid of the dog meat and bring Big up some money. young guys. There you go. Save yourself some money. Right. Timo Trakis, if he makes it through waivers, he goes down in the Phantom. So it's not like we lose him. And, yeah. Uh, well, that's the thing. Like they can go down in the Phantoms where they can just get their hour release. Well, that's who no, the hell yeah. wants to do that. Nolan like, Baumgartner. If he doesn't get picked up, he won't go down to the minors. He'll still be a flyer. Right. But I, I'm not really familiar what goes with all that. I don't know yeah, exactly see the, what happens. See, NHL is very different than any other sport yeah. that I know on how it works. Yeah. Um, but Pearface, you know, not Pearface had a really good point there because the uh, the league is getting faster. Right. And we are still brawn and not speed, and it's been a solid year. But that's year. Bobby Clark's play. Well, that's wrong. Flyers make the playoffs. They play Buffalo. They get smoked, just like they did in the past, right? Yep. So what's there to be excited about? I, I understand you're a hockey right. fan. Don't get me wrong about right. that again. It, it, so this will be the third <laughs> week in a row. This, <laughs> well, the only, thing is, the only good thing here. is that it's early in, in the season. Let's, 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 uh, it's, not a, it's not a total wash yet. Well, I want to I get a T.O. Give me a T.O. It means timeout, not Terrell Owens. Okay. But uh, what I'm saying is the Flyers traditionally start red hot. They always do well at the beginning. Red hot. So now they're starting piss poor. Right. What happens next? Goes through the season, make the playoffs, play Buffalo, something like that in the beginning. Fight for that A seed, get smoked, and they're done. Dave, what's your middle name? Jeremy. David Jeremy Colderbank. We just we just we just we just witnessed some things, dude. Bill, we need a little celebrate. We're coming on for the e-money line, but right now it's 11.46 in the p.m., and we need a little bit of celebration. You're cool the gang? Yeah. Cool the gang. That's cool the gang. You're a little cool gang. Gentlemen. I wanted to give the first official Philly Sportscast triple high five to the 2006 New York Metropolitans falling in Game oh, 7. And they fell in good fashion. They fell hey. in good fashion. Oh, be- yeah, I can hear now, baby. Their best hitter strikes uh-huh. out with a backwards K. Looking. All I can say to everybody listening who's a Mets fan, at least it wasn't Billy Wagner losing it for you. Because that was definitely going to happen anyway. So we're just as happy as you are sad. So let's move on, I guess. I want to say that was an exciting, exciting, exciting game seven. I mean. What a great game. What a great game. For not being a Cardinals fan, it was a great game. As long as the Mets lost. Great. It's all we wanted to do. 
And the I Mets lost. I haven't rooted for Scott Rowland that hard in a very long time. Years. Hey, let me ask you guys a question. What did the Mets really do? I'll ask you again. It happened. I asked you earlier. I'll ask you again. Well, they won a lot of games, right? They, they won a lot of games. A lot of, some old pitching. But uh, what uh, did they? Oh, they won the NL East. Ooh, yeah, I did win the NL East. Hey, the new Atlanta Braves. Congratulations to the New York Metropolitans for winning the, uh, for winning uh, NL the East. 2006 NL East. I'm sure you're all going to be real happy with that little flag up top there. Yeah. NL it's East. already up there. It's already there. NL East champions. A lot of questions to be answered in New York town, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Two New York teams down the sewer. A sewer number, series. Number one, payroll, <laughs> New York Yankees. Number three, payroll, New York Metropolitans. Let's Ooh. say they're done. I'm and let's feel too. good about them being Oh, done. I feel so good about that. It's going to be a World Series of Watch. We just rooted for the Cardinals as if they were our own. Like, you wouldn't believe. The basement was just absolutely hysterical. Oh, I was rocking. We were nervous at nervous times, and we were happy at happy times. And we yelled at Jim Edmonds for being a retard on the base path. Yeah, he's all base path. He's absolutely that about. He is a showboat showboater. He's the worst. But I do want to say this. The Mets season ends. Their best, their most productive offensive player striking out looking. Gentlemen, it has to make you feel good. Huge. Awesome. And then, and you know they're going to get us with this. At least they were in it. Ooh. Yeah. Good comeback. Yeah. I can't much to say about that. It's understandable that we, yeah, the Phillies weren't in it. But the Mets were in it. But the Mets were – it's like one of those long pop flies. The Mets – you know what the Mets have, fellas? Warning track power. Well, you know what you know what it is? I they mean, just I just can't make it happen. The, uh, the It all came to a head their whole season with their uh, with all their problems. And they, no one even knew about their problems because the Annalise was so Inept. horrible. Exactly. And now it all came to a head in these last five, seven games. And uh, they're just not a World Series team at all. No, they're not. Well, I will say this for the Mets. Any team that loses their number one starter and their number three starter before the the playoffs even start, I feel bad for them. They shouldn't be expected to win anything. However, saying that, the Mets fans... And I will say, we saw our fair share of Mets fans tonight. Oh, there's no doubt about that. The television crew, I don't know who's doing the directing for Fox Sports, but... You got no eye for the female. How about an attractive woman? Is there an attractive woman in New York City? Not one time. Just look. Instead of one guy with like a half shaved beard or are they all all Yankee Stadium? You all make me sick to my stomach. You make me sick to my stomach. It just adds to the stereotypical Mets fan, though. Which is great. The two worst colors on earth: Dave, orange, and blue. At eleven fifty-one p.m., life is just. Brand. Oh, I'm feeling good right now. Sunshine, it's feel- lollipops, cold beer. It's all puppy dogs and ice cream over here. It really is. There's a big can of corn right now. <laughs> Speaking of good times. Good times and profitable margins. Yes. Congratulations to the 2006 St. Louis Cardinals and the 2006 <laughs> Detroit Tigers. You made it, guys. You guys made you it. Made whoever, it. Whoever's out there, whoever fans... But from one success story, or two success stories in this case, to another success story, it's time to move on to Dave. Money, 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 money. <laughs> Bill, put it, play it for us. Okay, you money? Let's do this. You already right, got your intro? Do it, brother. Hey, look. I'm, I'm almost riding on such a high. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. E-Money? How'd you do last week? 
Two for three, almost for three for three if it wasn't for that. Tampa Bay BS, 32nd touchdown. Cincinnati's D, where were you? E-Money would have gone 3-0 without Cincinnati's D, and then this place would have just been, if the place is a rocking, don't come a knocking. <laughs> well, but everybody's bust, trying to bust down the door. No way, E-Money, you almost nailed it for three for three last week. I did. I really Although did. that Jets thing was kind of crazy. Ooh. Was it 6-3 at half? 6-3 at the half. Miami it was 6-3 in the third. Yeah, kind of got scary. But, hey, everybody watch out. I don't mess around. I don't mess around. Hey, when you bet an over-under, it's not what happens in the third quarter. It's what happens at the end. Well, you exactly. know I, you know what? I do want to I I do want to um, you know, give me give myself a little um, self. A little self-love? You a little pat take, on the back? You want to take a little <sighs> bath in the pool of me. Let me tell you why. Go ahead, E-Money. Take I, a plunge. I'll do, I'm going to do a little self-promotion. This is why. Okay. Last week. I said that, that that over that Jets Miami over. I'll take twenty to seventeen all day long. Mm, I, I want twenty this. to seventeen. What was the score, Dave? Twenty to seventeen. Exactly. So <laughs> I called the score, people. I called the score of the game on the podcast. It's been documented, and I want self promotion for that. I'm going to do it, and that's all right. Bill, rewind the tape for uh, Imani's last week. You don't have that. All right, we'll just have to let everybody listen to last week, and they'll get it. All right. Well, I thank you for it. But we're on the week seven anyway. Week seven, Tough. which is a double question mark for E-Money because week Tough seven's week. a pull-off. Dave and Derek know all about my week seven, week eight, people. Let's motor through. There are six weeks. One, two, seven, eight, 15, 16. You, say, you sit back and you relax. Count your dough from the previous weeks. That's it. That's what E-Money's doing. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. You've been winning enough. You don't have to worry about week seven. And almost felt like a week six was a week seven. I want to give a quick shout out to Chris Moser and the Get Fresh crew over there in uh, Bensalem, Pennsylvania. I would say Hummelville. In Humeville, PA. We want to say double thank you to the Get Fresh crew and Chris Moser for having a great party horseshoe tournament. On the coldest day of October. It was colder than a witch's titty. But it was fun and we had a blast and the fire was hot. The food was good. The beer was cold. And, and the, who won? The best horseshoe player on the planet, good E. Job. Collins. Thank you very much, Dave. Best horseshoe player probably in this basement, I won't say on the planet. Oh, there's no doubt about that. You're better than me. Better than me. That okay, let's fun. move on, Evan, to uh, the three money symbol. Yeah, I mean, it, it is, is, it's week seven, and if anybody has listened from it, at least 12 months. be cautious. And if you're betting a hunch, you're going to a dime, don't do that. Right. A hunch, just go 50 bucks. Go on a dime, go five hunch. And let me tell you why. People are wondering, like, why? why Take week, it easy. Just what's week seven? Why does week seven matter? Week seven matters because there's must wins. Mm. People are in must win situations. And when you're in a must win situation, you pull all the cards. See, Dave, I never give E-Money any credit. I give him credit all the time. But he, I, love I think he's understand. come up with a really good formula with this one. Seven and eight are must wins. Yes. It's either you're... It's, S or get off the bed. Now it's time to or show. Or to shit or get off the pot situation. D-Man and Dave, I've been doing this a very long time, and I have done my fair share of betting and winning and losing. And yes. now the formula has only come, I learned it the hard way. E-Money. You I, don't are, want to, I, want people to, I don't want people to learn it the hard way. I want people I agree. to learn it the easy way. I agree. It's, it, you would recommend that the average better just cut their bets in half this weekend. Yeah, oh, of course. Awesome. I, I really, I really I agree th- with that. I think seven, uh, seven and eight, you really got to watch it. Take just, it easy. Go to take the kids to the Metro Mart or something. But you see, there there are people out there that just are saying, "Oh, 
I'm betting hard because I, I love Jacksonville. Or I have to get back the money I lost all year. Right. Well, if you're going to do that, then you wait till week nine because that's all going to come. Because week nine is a big, disgusting disgrace. You clean it all up week nine. Gotcha. <laughs> you do. It's Ed, crazy. It's great. Let's get the picks for week seven. All right. Like I said, week seven's a must-win week. My number one pick is San Diego, Kansas City. San Diego minus five and a half to Kansas City. At home, Kansas City. I like Kansas City. Have you ever, David, I'm going to ask you this quick question. Have you ever heard anybody said the word Kansas City <laughs> that many times in a matter of 20 seconds? That's how, many, that's how much I like them. Honestly, I don't know where the game's being played. Yeah. Who's playing I who? Either. I know it has something to do with Kansas City. KC, KC. Hold on. Is KC a five-point underdog at home? They are. Okay. A- is that crazy? The After game, everything game, you just said. Just the game is where? At Kansas City. Arrowhead Stadium. Bill, play back the Kansas Cities for us, will you please? <laughs> My number one pick is San Diego, Kansas City. San Diego minus five and a half to Kansas City. At home, Kansas City. I like Kansas City. At Kansas City, Arrowhead Stadium. Thank you. I, uh, it, it's a shame that the Bill is around because I'd really like to start over. But, hey, you never know what can happen around anymore. Uh, now I'm, have, I'm, I'm high on life with the, because the Mets lost, so I don't know what's going I on. I understand. Now that we have an engineer, though, there really is no stopgap here. Yeah, I really, I, engineer really has got to stop drinking our beer. It's pretty bad. When we're doing a show at midnight, we're still doing this I show. Know. We started this at 8 p.m. <laughs> It's midnight now. No, see, the, crazy. it's funny because they're like, "Oh, they talked for a half hour." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've been and here were, since the beginning of the game. They talked for a half hour and they didn't even say anything. Yeah. Yet. Bill, can you just replay <laughs> everything? That, we just said can everything. We have every week six. I'm sure, you, <laughs> I'm sure you can fit that in in, in five minutes. Wait, Kansas not playing there. I'm playing Kansas. Right. Just put different names on that. Okay, let's e money. Please go ahead. I'm sorry, Bill. Give me um, a refresh on how many money symbols this is. Thank you, Thank Bill. you, William Willie Slick Willie. <laughs> All right, here we go. Look, Kansas City, it's a must win for them. I mean, you got the San Diego, Kansas City. They're the two teams. San Diego's 4 Huge one. rivalry, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a big deal. It's a huge game, especially since Kansas City got the living junk kicked out of them. Predicted by E-Money. Thank you Last very week. much, Derek. I appreciate nice that. Nice job, E-Money. Thank you for, that was that was nice, but you know we're on the week seven. I appreciate you uh, giving me a little plug there. They're not they can't wait till December seventeenth and go to San Diego to beat these guys. I mean they're in the same division. If they're going to take the division, they're going to be make a run for it. It's right now. It has to be this week. AFC West is is crazy. Of course, San Diego has it wrapped up. I mean right now, I mean San Diego's as, after last week, they look absolutely amazing. Four touchdowns with Danny and Thompson. What are you going to do? But they're going to be coming in the Arrowhead, and I really think when Kansas City's getting five and a half, they're going to at least make a run for the money. Not saying they're going to win, but it's all about the spread. Am I right, Dave? It's all That's about all the spread. That's all it is. You got to look for that. You got to look for KC. You got to look for the running game to start happening. There, there's no doubt that uh, San Diego has a running game. And when you see KC at home, five and a half, you got to go with it. I like KC. This week is my number one. Home dog against a rival. That's huge. That you would assume it would be around two and a half, three, something like that. You know why it's five and a half? Because of San Diego's slamming last week. Who did they slam? I'm not sure. San Francisco? Yeah, they played uh, San Francisco. Exactly. And you know, and they I, rolled. I realize San Francisco's not like this, uh, the best team in the world. Or no whatever. powerhouse. No powerhouse. KC has shown us some things. KC smoked San Fran. Smoked them. 41 nothing. 
We, Come on. You picked that too, didn't you? Was yes, that? I did. Come on. You know me. Mad skills, Dave. We are in the This is the third week in a row greatness. he's picking a Kansas City game. I know it. I he know picks it. against them. He picks with them. It doesn't matter. It doesn't he knows. Matter. No loyalty here. No, there's You no know the only loyalty to E-Money's pocket? The it's line. The Benjamin money. Franklin. <laughs> Cash money. So that is my number one pick. It's a beautiful, beautiful pick. Let's get to number two money line, E-Money. Yes. And they'll the- give us a little... Thank you. Two money symbol. Thank you, Bill. Thanks, William. Um, Indianapolis minus nine and a half at Indy against Washington. Taking Indy. I'm taking Washington. Are you really? Wow. I'm taking Washington. They're wow. two and four. It's a must win for Washington. It's absolutely must, must win. Must win weekend, boys. Mark Brunel is on record saying it is a must win. Okay. Did not know that. See, now that's privileged information. I like D-Man getting in. Well, privilege that I heard it on the radio. I'm exactly. Sure. That's I mean, is Brunel going to end the game, people. though? Is it, are they going to take him out? No, it's a good point. But Second half and say. Do you really think Washington has the talent to stick with them a little well, bit? Let me tell Pat? you why. Let me tell you why. Sorry. They Go can ahead. do it. I know you have your notepad. Okay. Indy's coming off their bye. They got the best pass defense, a pass, pass offense in the NFL. Washington needs this win. They need it. It's a must win, according to Mark Brunel. Did I say that already? Yes, you did. Clinton Portis will be rushing against the Colts, who are last in the NFL in rushing. Dead worst last. Defense. They got the worst rush defense in the NFL. Uh, they've given up 167 yards a game rush defense average. Wow. So that's so that's what they're banking on. And let me tell you, Washington's got. I mean, Washington has a running back that can run. They can do it. Last two weeks, you haven't seen Portis. But he's going to be showing up this week. No, he's a major talent in the NFL. He so is, D. But they brought McFarlane in to take over for Corey Simon. Yeah, because Corey Simon's out for the year to stuff that hole. They haven't been able to stuff a hole right. all year. And this whole 167 has got to stop because you know who's coming in? CP. CP's coming in. He's going to establish some major things in the dome. Clinton Porter's going to set up the play action for Brunel. And he's going to have a big game. He hasn't had a big game since he was 12, what was it? 12. 12 for 12. <laughs> No, since 22? he was 12. Oh. 22 for 22 yeah, to start for, off the game. Exactly. Uh, I think after that, I think it's a must win. Must win. That's what he says. And that's why I like it. All right, good job. They say, money. you know what? Throw deep. Throw to Santana Moss deep. Every six Randall L., Santana Moss. You got TDs. weapons. You have weapons there. And New, uh, Indy has not covered very well Oop. this year at all. That's what I was going to say. Trend-wise, trend out of the five games they played so far. Very close games. I don't think they covered... Any of them. No. Because one was against the Jets that they barely won. One was yep. against Jacksonville that they, they barely won. That. They didn't cover any games. Because the first that. game was a New York game. I'm not sure what the spread was, but that was a very close game. Yep. So, yeah, you got to take the nine points. Got to. Got to run with it. Is it nine or nine and a half? Nine and a half right now. Run with it. I would run with that. Okay, let's move to the money line. We're currently <laughs> on the money line. Let's move to the reach around. Bill, hook us up with the international symbol for reach around. I love that. Now this is this is uh my my, the wife, international, my wife really likes that the one. The international <laughs> audio symbol for reach around. Bill hook it. Dude, that makes you sound so legit too now having that for the reach around. It's like I have it's like I'm a pimp. <laughs> well you are, man. Now this pick that I have is a reach around. Bill Thank you. <laughs> 
this is a drum roll. Bill, thank you. There you go. He just thank jumps you. right on it. Bill, you are good. Thank you very much. My number three reach around is the Eagles. Ah! Over Tampa Bay. This is amazing. E-Money does not bet the birds. I do not bet the birds. I do not bet the birds. That's the number one rule in betting. Did you hit your head after we were cheering about the Cardinals win? No, it's too much. I've tried to be so objective in this in this pick. Okay. That it's, then there's another reason. That's why it's a reach round as well. Right. Because it is a reach round. I would never number one pick any Eagles or any Flyers or any Phillies or any Philly sports team in your world because they will only let you down. But. I do have facts to back me up. Uh, always, okay. always. And you know but, the facts, but I'm just going to reiterate them. This is even huge for me. And that's why I left it for last, and because it's a reach round. Because, you know what? The Eagles could get s- smoked for by some reason, by fumble, by uh, Coral Ball Tolder. It doesn't matter. By Andy Reid not yeah. you know, taking care of the, the play clock. He, you know, may, he may lose his red flag in his gut. Bill, <laughs> fire me up an Andy Reid snippet from last week's press conference. You know what? What's Real with him good. in those in those press conferences? Because he doesn't say much. How about when Les Bowen? How about when he goes yelling at you? Yelling at Bill, play it. Les, you have a problem? Okay. All right. <clears throat> okay, well, you don't need to put on an act over here. Just raise your hand and say something. Yelling at Les Bowen. But you, anybody doesn't know who Les Bowen is, he's the Eagles beat writer for the Philadelphia Daily News. Okay, E-Money, come on. I can't believe you're picking a bird sequence here. The Eagles have a number one offense in the NFL. They averaged 402 yards a game, man. Okay, well, even though Rudy Johnson was stopped last week by Tampa Bay. Rudy Rudiger? Which was crazy. I mean, what was that? Who, who would have thought that was going to happen? I bet a lot of people lost a lot of money in that oh, game. Oh, yeah. Including, including me. You. Including me. Including you. Took that as my keeper pick in the suicide. Did you really? You better. Bill, let me get a, let me get some kind of sound effect for Dave's like plunge. Okay, this. All I know is one thing: Eagles can score points. That they, they can. They can do it in two quarters. They can do it in two, one quarter. They can do it any quarter. And Dave and I can it. verify that. That's the one thing Evan does know. <laughs> Anything other than that, I can't verify. Dude, I'll tell you what. Donovan McNabb, I have not seen him this good ever in my life. He's un-effing believable right now. And it's a shame that his defense isn't stepping up to the task. I mean, I'm not saying the whole defense. I'm talking about secondary. I'm talking it's just a, bad plays. Bad plays. That's all it is. It's just one bad play after another, and it's a shame. The Bucks are squeaking by, getting the their... Bengals. Yeah, getting their getting their uh, their wins ain't gonna happen this week. That was a, the Bucks' first win, right? Yes. Yeah. So. This isn't, and this second one, this one isn't gonna be their second one. Exactly. I'll tell you that right now, five. The line is five and a half. I think the Eagles can win by a touchdown. Oh yeah, I I think that's a great pick, and they're gonna win by at least seven. And that's my reach around, and that's my three, and I, that's all it is. Dave, parting shot. Birds win big this weekend. I'm expecting a double-digit win, 33-20. Instead of your Eagles prediction, I'd like to hear your thoughts on the Flyers. Like you're, as like, we've been talking about them already. As sincere as you can be. As we found out earlier. Well, yep. They got the out, L. They did get the L. They lost, they lost 4-1. lost 4-1 tonight. It's going down fast. They really need to do something. And it's not the kind of thing where you can just start cutting. D-Man said, cutting the fat off the pig. Right. Don't but matter. it's not. A 4-1 loss tonight even is, is disturbing because it's – it's still a three-goal loss, right? right? It's not like they 
fought to do what? They scored an empty net goal, and you could say, oh, well, hey, it was 3-1. I don't know. We didn't get to watch it because we were watching the baseball game. But it doesn't matter. You're losing 3-1. You're losing 4-1. You're scoring one goal. Yeah, I agree. This is the new NHL. This is when teams are supposed to score. I agree. They got shut out by Penguins. They scored one goal against Buffalo. Ryan Miller, they got uh, Mark Denny tonight. They, one goal. And I honestly think they would get shut out by actual Penguins as well. <laughs> E-Money, please. Your parting shot. Yeah, I got a couple things i got to say. One thing, and most importantly, is uh, the, the Eagles are 4-2. and two, And they lost those two games by, we all know how they lost. And they lost the Giants by a, a slim margin. And they Six they, points. And they, I don't want anybody telling me that it should be 6-0. and oh. They're 4-2. and two. That's what okay? they are. They're four they and two. They're a that's four it. and two team. They're a four and two team. They're a nine and seventeen this year, and that's the end of it. Because you guys only, the people out there listening to us have no idea. I, 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 they all think they're going to go into the Super Bowl, and they're not. And let me tell you why. Because they got a hard schedule coming up, and people are going to be in a, for a rude awakening when they get a team that is their caliber Absolutely. and below their caliber. And I'm sick of hearing it. And it's a shame that I'm bringing it on a down note, but. It pisses me off. They still have to play the Indianapolis Colts. Am I right or wrong? Hello? Yes. Okay. This is DC's parting shot. I want to give a double quick shout out to my partner, Mike Palka, for an incredible. <laughs> the guy you already dumped? Victor. told me he was a big turd? This week at Chris Moser's Horseshoe Tournament. We took it out. We took the cash. And we got out of town. Great throwing. And I just want to say one more thing. The Phillies are considering, from what I understand from Scuttlebutt, signing Alfonso Soriano. It would not only make my millennium, it would make this team a much, 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 much better team. And not only that, from an offensive perspective, pitching perspective, I understand that you need to spend this money elsewhere. However, if you can protect Ryan Howard with Alfonso Soriano, you're going to have a successful, successful season. 